144 of the All the Books show, recorded live at Universal Studio Florida. Boy, word that were true. That'd be great. Sorry. No, we're not. We're recorded at the David A. Hale Public Library. Which is also pretty good. It's kind of like the modern day equivalent of what the Universal Studios used to be as we were kids. Really? Remember when we were kids and be like, wow, recorded live at Universal Studios in front of that. Now this is what that was exactly it's just as exciting so, as see you later 90s. nickelodeon studios yeah <laughs> so uh i'm we talk book news author news and literary news and sometimes slime a little bit yeah yeah whoa <laughs> i just slimed nick yeah sorry about it was that. pretty great uh, uh i'm eric mickles and i'm nick gunning <laughs> so and i'm mark summer whoa <laughs> celebrity guest yeah Listen, this is starting weird yeah i like it though also i like the mojo that's happening we this isn't a Nickelodeon-themed episode. Not at all. So, no. like, I feel like I set up a precedent, like, oh, they must be doing something. You did. You yeah. set up a precedent that makes no yeah. sense. I want to take care of a little bit of yeah. business that was left hanging from last week. Uh, the conversation turned to A League of Their Own. Oh, okay. Classic uh, Tom Hanks, Gina right. Davis, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Keep, you're missing somebody. Film. Am I? John Lovitz? No, the, the <laughs> other actress. Gina Davis' sister. I don't know who that is. Okay, one second. Oh, she was at the con you were at, she though. She was at the she? convention I was at. That's I didn't right. see her or okay. get an autograph or But she was, I was in the building, I guess. With you her. were in the same building as her. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I said last week I was going to try to watch it before the next episode. Guess what? What? Watched it. And? I really liked it. Yeah, really My dad funny. was here over the weekend, so we checked it out. And him, my wife, and I sat down and watched it all. Uh-huh. They'd both seen it, and we're both equally shocked that I have never seen it. Yeah. So it was really good. Nice. I liked it a lot. It yeah. feels like relevant today you know sure so i i thought it was really good yeah. i thought it was well done i thought rosie o'donnell was hilarious in it was she I yeah can't, yeah i guess that was she was very loud in it but she was funny yeah. she was very funny and madonna yeah. too madonna's great yeah i used to love who's that girl have you ever seen that madonna movie no it's from the 80s it's a it's a remake of like bringing up baby or what's up doc it's something like same, it hot no oh no <laughs> but it's that same story anyway okay. and dick tracy of course you're, you're a big fan of Dick Tracy. Yeah, because Madonna's in it. That's, what That's I'm why you're No, I'm just Dick saying. <laughs> those three Madonna movies right. I like very much. Listen, I you know, know what? Avita's not bad either. I know I misinterpreted what you said yeah. because you like Dick Tracy yeah. because of Madonna. But you do own the Dick Tracy soundtrack, which is all Madonna. Yes, so yes if, I do. If you were to tell me that you like Dick Tracy because of Madonna, I'd have to believe you. you believe it. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, anyway. So which I'm, is it? I'm, I, I like them both. Okay. And I'm happy to report that A League of Their Own is yeah. good yeah, and uh, still holds up for today's yeah. audiences. How do you feel about Die Another Day with Madonna and a song mm. by Madonna? No, that's pretty rough. Is okay. Madonna actually in Die Another Day? She plays Day? their fencing instructor. You're right. She does. Yeah. yeah. Die Another Day is a little kind of a weak entry in the James Bond canon. Yeah. So, well, what are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about what I've been reading. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, so okay. let's turn to our bookmark segment. Yeah. I finished some things. Yeah. Finished that Voyager book, Architects of Infinity, that I've been reading. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Okay. I think I'm kind of done with this run until we get a new author. You're done with Voyager, is what you're telling until me. Until we get a new author. All right. Voyager has been off the air since 2000. <laughs> Probably 2000. <Yeah>. 2000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. But 18 years later, you're yes. finally you're finally putting <laughs> the series to bed. <laughs> I'm done. This movie's been, this series has been on fumes yeah. for the last two years. <laughs> Woo. Right. I read a couple graphics. I read the JSA All Stars by Jeff Johns. Nice, decent, not great. And then I read the brand new Runaways volume by Rainbow Rowell. Mm-hmm. So Runaways is a long running Marvel series about what would you say? 
super powered teenagers yeah running away from like super villain parents is that the thing the the original comic yeah they i mean the first stories they find out their parents are super villains they book it and then they try to stop their parents from destroying the world okay so so and they all have like some powers or something yeah from their parents Rainbow Rowell, of course, the author of Eleanor and Park and Landline and others, Attachments. Uh, this is her first graphic novel. Fangirl. Fangirl. Yeah, thank you. This is her first graphic novel, and it's volume one of Runaways. Is it really only her first graphic novel? Yeah. Wow. And I picked it up because I like Rainbow Rowell, and it was mm-hmm. a volume one. And I like the writing, but I was really disappointed that it's just right smack dab in the middle of a story. Hmm. Like, even though it's a volume one, like, it's still right. really dependent on whatever happened before it's been a while since i've read any runaways i can't even remember I think it's where been a while i am since most people have read runaways that's why i thought like this volume one was going to be a good jumping in point but not at all so all right volume nine published in 2009 was the last runaways i've read okay oh that's right because joss whedon took over yeah he did uh after brian k vaughn and I did not like it. Okay. So that was well, back when if you are if you are a Rainbow Rowell fan and want to read this, I would suggest picking up a couple of the previous volumes of Runaways and catching I've got up the first... on the story because yeah. I think I, I was lost. I've got the I know whole... nothing about the Runaways. What? And... I think I've tried to lend it. No, maybe I lent it to your wife. Oh, yeah. She's read it. I've got the whole... She must have read it on her own then. I've got the whole volume one uh, in hardcover. Yeah, she's read a lot of them. It's really good. I kept meaning to get the second volume in hardcover, mm-hmm. but it's expensive now. It seems like it would be a cool series, but again, this Rainbow Rowell Volume One is not a yeah. is not a place you can start. You know what? I'm gonna get back into Runaways. Wow. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a teenager, at heart. At heart. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I'm all like, "Where's my hot pockets? Yeah. I don't want to go to school. Yeah. You hate you hate mowing the lawn. I hate mowing the lawn. So actually, I really like it. It's it's very satisfying. Yeah. It's like vacuum cleaning. Oh. It's uh, you you just see the the progress it's great especially when you're like halfway done you like before and after heck yeah 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 hex yeah yeah no you're right it is <laughs> it is satisfying yeah and so, you're welcome to mow my lawn yeah. anytime you want i'm also it's also satisfying to like be able to pay my bills so i don't know maybe mm-hmm. i'm not a teenager at yeah, heart anymore maybe you're not maybe you're not uh i'm <laughs> but i do want hot pockets yeah go on <laughs> i think those would just make me die if i ate a hot pocket. oh that's if true I just yeah into it i couldn't yeah. handle it my poor system <laughs> i'm currently reading both of our book club books at the moment so i started both of them. For, yeah i started first news of the world by paulette giles uh say that name again paulette giles okay every time you say paul uh abdul is what oh, i'm paul hoping abdul, you're gonna say yeah but yeah you don't well, say it you're a cold-hearted snake that's why is that a paul abdul song yeah it is or madonna paul abdul did they ever work together hmm not that i can recall maybe they were enemies uh, Paul Abdul worked with the cartoon Cheetah at one point. Oh, that was Madonna. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. that was Madonna's later periods. News of the World is set in the Old West, and it's about oh yeah a man who is uh, he has he he finds a girl who mm-hmm. had been like kidnapped by by a Native American tribe. Okay, and he's taking her back to her people, mm-hmm. but it's been a long time, and so she'd rather just stay right with the tribe and doesn't want to go back to like Whiteville. So okay, you know that's is that that's what the, the town premise. is called? No, I, it's the old west. I don't know. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Uh, I don't know. I'm not loving it. It okay. just feels like it's been. You know, it makes me. It reminds me of True Grit because uh, mm-hmm. it's sort of the same, like a gruff cowboy guy taking a girl across you know to where she needs to go i don't know it mm-hmm. just i'm not really enjoying it. it it was a national book award finalist come highly recommended from different members of the book club so it might hook me 
I'm probably about a quarter of the way through it so far, and I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, then I'm also reading Nine Lives by Wendy Corsi Staub, who, as you recall, will be here in August. That's right, August. This is the first of her Lilydale books, uh, but she has a, a YA series that's also set in Lilydale. Mm-hmm. And these are like the adult equivalent. Okay. But these are like mysteries. And I think the YA, the YA series is more like paranormal. Okay. Because there is an element of that in these, but these are these are a more standard mystery. Uh, started a little like, oh wow, I didn't expect there to be like ghosts and things, uh, but once I adapted to that, I, I've been really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you know when I'm done if I liked it or not. But right now, that those are the two that I'm reading. Oh, it looks like Lilydale, New York, mm-hmm. is a real yeah. place. Oh yeah, yeah. And they mentioned a lot. They mentioned like the Chautauqua Institute and. Uh, I think she even said Olean at one point. So, yeah. <gasps> That's close to home, these us. books. Yep. I found Lilydale Books, but it looks like it's a bookstore in Australia. Mm, that's not what we're looking for. Okay. Well, it's opened at 9 a.m., but I would assume that's Australia time because it's closed right now. Probably. According to Google. Probably. Uh, should we go? To Australia? Well, it looks cool. Sure. We've got some Australian listeners, so maybe they could put us up for the night. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I think that's a reasonable request. Sure. <laughs> we're we're going to start a uh, a couch surfing podcast yeah. where we, we still talk about books. Yeah. We still say recorded at the David Health Public Library, but really recorded at listeners' homes. Right. On their coffee table, right. whatever their like couch setup is. Exactly. So, of course, most people only have one couch. So, like, you and I, every other, like, trip, right. one would get the couch and one would get, one the, would floor. get the floor. Yep. So. I'm okay with that. Okay. It's your turn. Is that okay. yeah, it's your turn for the bookmark. Um, the bookmark. All right. Yeah. I read some comics. Ooh. I read a book. Okay. Um, I started a book. Okay. Okay. I started Jason Reynolds' Long Way Down. Oh, right. Yeah. And it is depressing, mm-hmm. and I'm not very far in it. Edgar Award winning. Yeah. It's uh, a lot Long of talk. A lot of uh, the main character just talking about his brother being dead because he got shot mm. in the streets. And I'm like, <laughs> So it's... Uh, yeah, I haven't even gotten to the elevator ride yet, mm-hmm. which I assume is the crux of probably the, yeah where it gets exciting. Yeah, right now it's just depressing. Yeah, uh, with a kid like covering his head so he doesn't did hear you, his mom cry did about you the ever death watch, of her son. Yeah, that's sad. Did I ever watch what? It's just reminding me of that uh, uh, M Night Shyamalan written or produced, not directed. Go on, movie uh, Devil. That's all about like no the tense elevator Mm-mm. ride. No. no. That is by the same director who did Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. But M. Night, like, did he write it or produce it? I can't remember. He's involved. Okay. I, that was when I was not paying attention to him. Okay. I guess that's... It looked very yeah. mysterious, but it seemed like it was too much for me to handle. Yeah. So I just was curious. I just assumed, like, the literal devil was inside that elevator Could killing be. people. So you started Long Way Down, and uh-huh. it's depressing. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, I finished Batman. I don't think I talked about this, right? Batman, Dark Knight, Master Race. Was that last week? I don't know. We talked about it, but I don't know if Jason. you talked about it. Oh, that's here. right. You and I talked yeah. about it. It was good. This is the Frank Miller's uh, return to the Dark Knight Returns. returns. Yeah. He returned Universe. to the Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what I, I did like it, but when you say the Dark Knight Universe, you're right, because it doesn't feel like a Batman story yeah. anymore. It feels, if anything, it almost feels like more like a Superman, Supergirl yeah. story. Right. Um, so I didn't, I, I think I was only going to give it three stars, but I was like, you know what? It's good. And it has a pretty good ending and a weird circular ending for Batman, which I like. It's it's weird considering the Dark Knight Returns is considered like one of the darker Batman stories that now this has one of the happiest Batman endings I've ever read. So nice. I like this back and forth between us. 
Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing. I'm sorry. No. Muted me. All the listeners are like, yeah, it was a happy ending for a dark <laughs> yeah, story. No, you're right. You're right. And that's, I think, coming back from, it, it kind of, uh, I wasn't sure how true it was to like the original Dark Knight Returns uh-huh. because that was so dark and like yeah. hopeless. And this is kind of a sunny. Yeah. So I just, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how you'd feel about that. Yeah. I don't think that the Dark Knight Returns is hopeless. The first one. Okay. I feel like it ends with hope. Like the last panel is hopeful. Yeah, I suppose. So, and then he actually continued it to varying degrees of success. Yes. I finished Batman Volume 3. I was on a Batman kick. Yeah, I Still know. Still am. I got some Batman comics on order. I saw they're down there at the desk. <gasps> Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Go get them right now. Okay. And then I'll talk. All right. So I got some pretty cool Batman stories to read. Um, anyways, Batman Volume 3, I Am Bane by Tom King. It was fine. He's, I read that. He's yeah. very, he's going for... He writes in a way that can either be considered artistic or pretentious. <laughs> I feel like he straddles the line sometimes yeah. and then hits pretentious quite a bit as right. well. Um, I get tired of Batman and Catwoman calling each other Bat and Cat. Yeah. Just like, you know her name, Selena. Anyway. Uh, and I read Batman Volume 4 by Tom King, The War of Jokes and Riddles, which you gave up on. I did because it was so dark. You got a queasy little stomach. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. I don't think the Joker would give the Riddler the time of day to have a whole war. Okay. But maybe he would because he's the Joker and he thinks it's funny, but he's also not finding anything funny in this story. Right. So I really don't... It's weird. Uh, Anyways, we had a whole talk about We did. We were trying to rank Riddler. Yeah, who the best. Yeah. 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 So... Now, I know we have the War of Jokes and Riddles here in the collection. And it is a volume four, but it doesn't even follow any threads. No, actually, it takes place before... Yeah. uh, So it's just like its own thing. Yeah. Um, I don't... We'll see if time decides the War of Jokes and Riddles is up there with the Bat classics. Right. I'm sure it'll get on recommended lists, but we'll see how high it yeah. gets. I read Suicide Squad Volume 5, Kill Your Darlings. By, Brand new, right? Who's it writing just, this? Rob Williams. Uh, yeah. That's the newest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and soon to be... Still popular. Yeah. Suicide Squad and Deadpool still They're, doing good numbers. Every Every volume of the Suicide Squad comics i have the same issues they're only dealing with internal struggles right so just dissolve suicide yeah squad work, and, work your own problems yeah. out um they don't go on any actual missions they don't go on any they go on missions where they're just out there and people could see them easily they don't go on any uh like covert. covert missions yeah, yeah like they should be and for the most part they're not very villainous mm-hmm. um I don't get it. I just need to go back and read all the old ones from the 80s because i've read the first few volumes of those and those are much better Anyway, and I read Venom, Volume Three. Yeah, Circle of Four by Rick Remender. Mm-hmm. You know what? I was what? looking for Volume Two. I was like, "Where's Volume Two of Venom?" I already yeah. read it. It's in Spider Man, Spider Island. Oh, read it long ago. Long ago. Probably skipped over it because I was like, "I don't want to read this Venom comic." Venom. But now I'm reading Venom comics. So here's a team for you: Red Hulk, X23, Female Ghost Rider, and Flash Thompson Venom team up to stop. Uh, Blackheart from bringing hell to earth. Hmm. Guess where that is? Las Vegas. Oh my goodness. Uh, if you sense. can believe it. Yeah, what happened Sin there? Sin City. Am I right? More, more like it is. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it actually is. So, yeah. yep. <laughs> they stop it though. So yeah. now it's just Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Well, so I don't know. It's kind of, it's a. Uh, how can you tell the difference? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's a lateral move. I've never been to Las Vegas. I don't. Really? No. Seems like that would be your place. Weird. Card shark like you? Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I like to hustle. Yeah. Dick Tracy like villain that you mm-hmm, are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I finished uh, the Terillion saga, the tr- okay. Star Trek, the Terillion conflict. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it's actually called. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Trellisane Confrontation. Trellisane Confrontation. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. That's that's all I got to say. I, okay. I picked up Time Trap. Oh, cool. So all right. hopefully I'll like Time Trap mm-hmm. <laughs> is my review of okay. Trellisane. Were there things about Trellisane that you did like? Uh, I, I don't really remember the plot of that one. So I don't know. I think it's just that I don't... I mean, I kind of fell off like even reading the Star Wars books. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, oh, I just like the single. But I mean, they are single ones. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just feel like the original crew of Star Trek. No, but because the Star Wars is visual appealing. Right. So I don't, I don't know what wasn't clicking with me. But it might. I, I looked up that story. And it seemed like some other people felt like some stuff was off. Mm. That some of the characters were being written a little differently. Hmm. So we'll see if. Yeah, that happens a time or two. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with Time Trap. I like Time Trap. Yeah. All right. Oh, that Fine. is your copy that I have. Oh, yeah, that's that right. That you even had to book repair. I did. So, yeah. so yeah, Time Trap and Jason Reynolds all the way down. Uh, Time Trap by... David Dvorkin. Yes. Okay. Yep, we're going to have him on the show pretty soon. So. Also, I can't believe I didn't finish it, but I started it late at night, and so I fell asleep. But I'm reading Cable in the X-Force now. Whoa. Volume 1, Wanted. Did you see Deadpool? Not yet. Oh, okay. We were going to go, and all the times... Sunday was just busy, because yeah. Saturday we went to Nickel City Comic Con... Yeah. Um, so that pretty much took the weekend. Eric met Barbara Eden. I met Barbara Eden of I Dream of Jeannie. Yeah. So we took a picture together. Yeah. It's pretty great. That is cool. I asked her how, how she was. And she yeah. said, fine. And asked and told me she hoped I enjoyed my time there. Did you ask her why Larry Hagman was such a hot mess on the set of I Dream of Jeannie? No, did, I You panicked. didn't get that far. I even had to have my wife go ask how much uh, a selfie would cost. So you didn't get like an autograph or anything, just no. a picture. Yeah. Okay. So, no, but everything's expensive yeah. there. But yeah, I, I had to have her go up and like ask her, ask her how much yeah. a selfie is because I don't want her to say too much and then I walk away. Right. I don't want that to be the only yeah. memory she has yeah. me. She'll so, remember you. So anyways, yes, I got the picture. Um, and I saw uh, Jason, help me here. Jason. No. I mean, no, I didn't see him. I couldn't see him at all. Uh, the Green Ranger. Oh, I don't know his name. Jason Allen Frank. Okay. Is that it? Sure. Anyways, I saw the Green Ranger from well, the Power original Rangers. Power Rangers. Yes. I went... I was going to go ask him for a selfie, but he was going to get lunch. Uh, <laughs> so With Zordon, do you think? Yeah. And okay. I saw... <laughs> Pretty cool. I really appreciate you coming by every week. <laughs> These really mean a lot to me. Um, I did... We did get a picture with Barb from Stranger Things. Okay. So, uh, with, with guest of the show, friend of the show, Sally Murphy. Oh, I remember her. Uh, big, big fan of Barb. Yeah. Of the actress. Yeah. Whose name is... You know what? I called her Sarah Person, but that's yeah. not right. It's like Sarah Parson okay. or something. Anyway, so she was nice as well. Sounds like a pretty good day. Saw some stuff. Saw some cosplay. Oh, writer-wise, I, Frank Thierry, uh, he's written some uh, Marvel comics. Okay. But he, he wrote the first Deadpool comic oh, wow. I ever read. Not the very first Deadpool comic, but he wrote the he wrote Wolverine Weapon X, or Wolverine Deadpool Weapon X, okay. which was like the first really big trade I ever bought mm-hmm. and it was a uh, like weapon X was coming back. Okay. And so they were after Wolverine and they were after Deadpool and it was like, it was so cool when I was a kid. And so I met him. I was like, Hey, you wrote the first Deadpool I ever read. He's like, that's right. And then the weapon X series after that, I'm like, I just added that to my to read list on my Marvel Unlimited app. <laughs> that's cool. So, um, and did I, did you ask him about Larry Hagman? No. Oh, okay. Do you think he would have known? No, probably, well, probably not. Peter Tomasi was also there. Yeah, I read, he, yeah, I read his, uh, he wrote Super Sons, yes, he which did. I gifted you. Yeah, I you told did. him 
uh, that I gave it to you. And he asked how you liked it. And I had to, oh. I had to be oh. very uh, political there. I was like, he said you wrote Damien the best that he's ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. Yeah, I like most... Super Sons okay. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. His, uh, his run on Batman and Robin was okay. Batman and Robin Born to Kill was pretty good. Oh, yeah. And some of his Green Lantern work I've liked. I didn't like the first volumes, but I liked where the series went mm-hmm. of Batman and Robin. So I had, I was, I had, I kept thinking in my head, like, how do I tell him this? But I was like, I'll just tell him about Super Sons. Yeah. So, um, that's cool. Yeah. That was just in Buffalo. Uh, yeah, that was just in Buffalo in nice. the convention center. They also had like a horror fest. Um, so anyway, that's all. I meant there was a cover artist there as well. He, I can't remember his name. Cool. Go on. That's it. Okay. Let's move to the New York Times bestseller list. What Is that we, where we're going? Yeah. What do we got going on? New York Times bestsellers list. Here we go. It's up. All right. Oh, man. It's trying to advertise me. Do you, do you find it annoying that all the real newspapers let you only like read 10 articles and then you got to pay oh, them $50, yeah. but then all the other news articles yeah. that are... The, the trashier yeah. <laughs> tabloidy yeah. ones. That everybody is always sharing. Yeah. So, oh, uh, where are we starting first? All right, let's go to hardcover nonfiction. Ooh, okay. It's been a while. All right, it's been a while. I like that song. Thanks. Uh, okay, let's see. Number ten, Obama by Peter Souza. Uh, have you read this one yet, Nick? No, I haven't actually. Uh, but I don't I... ask me questions when I'm away from the mic. Oh, sorry. That one's been staying on there forever, though. That's a big yeah. photo book. Yeah, we have it here. It's huge. I mean, in size wise, yeah, size yeah. wise, yeah. Uh, number nine, fascism: a warning by Madeline Al- Oh, Madeline Albright. I almost said Madeline. Uh, you probably couldn't hear Nick laughing off mic. He's very far away from the desk. So, fascism: a warning by Madeline Albright. Uh, the light within me by Ansley, who, Erhart with Mark Tab, a memoir by one of the hosts of Fox and Friends. What is Fox and Friends? Well, actually, I don't even know. Now the Jurassic, not a lot of things I do know, though. So be careful when you ask me questions. I don't even sound like that. I oh. don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Nick, you're back. Fox and Friends is like a morning chat show on Fox where the three of them sit on a couch. Ugh. Sometimes Donald Trump calls in and talks to him. <laughs> Number seven. <laughs> it's true. That's not a measure, joke. <laughs> measure What Matters by John Dewar. How a goal-setting system helped large tech companies succeed. So that's how you measure what matters. Oh, okay. You have goals, yeah. and then you have a tech su- company that succeeds. Perfect. Uh, War on Peace by Ronan Farrow. The Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist chronicles the deterioration of American diplomacy. Real uh, buzzkill yeah. here on the New Ronan, York Times. Ronan Farrow's been in the news a lot late, lately. Yeah. He's uncovered a lot of these yeah. sexual scandals. Yeah. And he's a masterless samurai. Is he? Yeah. Uh, Frank Miller's Ronan. Ronan. Different. Yeah. Uh, educated uh, by Tara Westover, the daughter of a survivalist who is kept out of school, educates herself enough to leave home for university. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, what's her name? Glass Castle lady. Mm, Jeanette Walls. Yes. Great book. Uh, Weird I'll... movie. <laughs> movie didn't work. Book oh. was good. Okay. I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara. Oh, Kay. this is the Golden State Killer book. Oh. Yes. Uh, a Higher Loyalty by James Comey. Yeah. Number two, uh, Barracoon by Zora Nal Houston, a previously unpublished first-person account of 
Cujo Lewis, a man who was transported and enslaved 50 years after the slave trade was banned. Wow. Frick. Uh, number one, The Soul of America by Joe Mecham. 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 Okay. Look. Uh, the Pulitzer Prize winning biographer contextualizes the present political climate through the lens of difficult moments in American history. This is why we don't cover the hardcover nonfiction on a regular basis. It makes yeah. me... We pop back in every yeah. now and then. Yeah. When we want to feel depressed. Yeah. It's great. Let's, uh, do you want to do one of these days? One of these days, we're going to come back there. And it's like how to build the perfect coffee table. Be, coffee tables and that'll you. That'll be nice. Yeah, <laughs> your guide to teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, we, I, hold on. Now list. I do like that. You like that yeah, idea? The, the <laughs> your guide to teddy bears. That sounds good. Yeah, you want to do the team list yeah, now? Too. List. Wow, we're we're just covering them all. Yeah, Jeez. I want to hear. Somebody's stretching for I feel time. Like it's been a while. All right, here we go. Uh, the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover. Teen fiction. YA fiction. YA fiction. I don't think they call it teen. Young fake. adult. Yeah. Ash Princess is at number 10 by Lara Sebastian. A disgraced princess schemes to overthrow the Kaiser and take back her throne. Hmm. Number nine, I Have Lost My Way by Gail Foreman. An oh, hey. accident brings three strangers together and their secrets unraveled. Okay. So, uh, number eight, The Hazelwood by Melissa Albert. Alice must go to her deceased grandmother's estate to rescue her mother. Number seven, The Fates Divide by Veronica Roth. Kyra and Akos fight Lazmat, the tyrant who was thought to be dead. Ha <laughs> ha! But I live to this day. But you thought you were dead. No, no, no. I wanted you to believe that. I talked to Akos. I tricked um, you. Every day. And I said, Lazmat's dead, yes, right? Yes. You Akos played into my yes. hand perfectly. Because you're not dead. Yes. We're dead? I tricked Acorn and I tricked you. Kyra. Sheila. Kyra, Kyra yes. is your name. Yes. Good day. <laughs> uh, number six, Boying Up by Miam Balak. Okay, I don't need to boy up. <laughs> um, the neuro- neuroscience and star of the... Bi- oh, how do I say her name? Miam... You would know. You like that show. I do. Mayim- oh, Miam Bialik. Yeah, Miam Bialik. Star of TV's Blossom. Okay. Who is and she the, on that show? The Big Bang Theory. She plays Amy Farrah Fowler on Big Bang. Who's that? Sheldon's girlfriend. Okay. She was Blossom? She was Blossom, yeah. Hmm. So then she made a huge comeback. In what? The Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Uh, the neuroscience and star of Big Bang Theory discusses what it means for a boy to become a man. She's a neuroscientist? She is, yeah. So she did Blossom, got, then became a neuroscientist. Got like doctorates, yeah. And I was like, I want to be on the Big Bang Theory. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Is she good on that show? Yeah, she is. Okay. I don't like that. I know you don't. Uh, number five, Love and Luck. <gasps> uh, something I haven't had ever. Yeah, my no, right. I've had Love and Luck. Yeah, you have. Uh, by Jenna Evans Welch. Addie, her brother Ian, and his friend Rowan take a tour of Ireland based on a guidebook she found. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so uninteresting. But... You think so? I guess it depends on the guidebook. Yeah. What, if... what a great guidebook. Yeah. Do you know that this door has been here for 200 years? Damn. Wow. Oh, she wrote Love and Gelato. Mm-hmm. I, I, the cover it was very reminiscent of it. Oh, Love I and see. Gelato was a popular book in 2016. It's about two kids who find a guidebook that points them to the best gelato stand. Yeah, and okay. also f- fall in love. And fall in love. Uh, and, and have a little luck. Yeah. So. Number four, Leo and the Offbeat man. by Becky Albertelli. Leo and the Offbeat? Uh, yeah. No, Leah. Leah in the offbeat? Did you say Leo in the offbeat? Oh, you said Leo, yeah. No, it's Leah in the offbeat. What's that about? 
Uh, Leah faces challenges when her tight-knit group of friends start to fracture. Offbeat. Yeah. Number three, Turtles All the Way Down by John Green. Uh-huh. Number two, Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy Adami. And number one, The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Resurged. That hasn't been number one for a while, has it? Uh, yes. It bounced back up. I, no, I think it has. Okay. I think it's it's been on this list for 63 weeks, and the movie's coming out. So forget it. Forget about Angie it. Angie Thomas is buying herself a second first house. Forget it. Wow. Yeah. Second first house. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're on the hardcover adult fiction now. I gotta, re- I gotta read you number 11 because number 11 and 10 are tied. To. Okay. Read it to me. So number 11 is The Woman in the Window by AJ Finn. Read it. Loved it. 19 weeks. Falling down the list it. a little bit, but it's tied with number 10, which is The Great Alone by Kristen Hanna. You know, I have not read that, but in the book club of the last, last time, uh-huh. uh, Jan, who's also a trustee here, uh, mentioned that she'd read it and uh-huh. it was very unlike the nightingale but that she really enjoyed it and would recommend it and so, you loved the nightingale worth. i liked the nightingale it you was loved fine. seeing the nightingale on this list so much yeah yeah it taunted me for right. two years number nine the hellfire club by jack taper yes uh number eight little fires everywhere by ah. celeste ng ah. number seven before we were yours by lisa wingate wow that's been here for 34 weeks mm-hmm. with little fires everywhere ah. number six Warlight. This is new. Warlight. Yeah, Warlight. Okay. It's Not like a, light. A little war. No. Warlight. Like a light, light shining down on war. I see. So like if you don't want a lot of war, you ask if you they have any <laughs> Warlight. By Michael on... I'm just going to not say the authors anymore. Huh. I'm just going to stop. 144 episodes in, I'm just going to stop wow. trying to pronounce author last Turn name. Turn over new leaf. On Don J. In Britain, after World War II, a pair of teenage siblings are taken under the tutelage of a mysterious man and his cronies who served during the war. You don't think it's Lazmat, do you? You think Lazmat traveled to World War II to raise these... He was pretending to be dead. He had to go somewhere. Oh, yeah, sure. Number five, new this week, The Crooked Staircase by Nix. Definitely second favorite author. Okay. Dean Koontz. The rogue FBI agent Jane Hawk is on the lam for the government and a secret group causing a rash of murder suicides. So she's a rash. She's a hawk or a lamb. Which one is it? She's Jane Hawk. Jane Hawk. She's on the lamb. Riding on a lamb. Riding on the lamb from the government. (laughs) Lambs move so slowly. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Uh, Number four, Twisted Prey by John Sanford. We talked about... Really? You don't like I, the prey they're, books? No, they're just... They're, they're gross? Okay. Oh. Number three, new this week, The High Tide Club by Mary Kay Andrews. An mm. eccentric millionaire enlists the attorney of Brooke Trapnell to fix old wrongs which set up a potential scandal and murder. Mary Kay Andrews has never murdered anyone, correct? Correct. Okay. Number four, The well, Fallen. if she has, she got away with it. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yeah. But what if we're cracking the case wide open? Could be. Because we're the first ones to even second guess her. Yeah, nobody's ever been. Yeah. I wonder if she's ever... <laughs> Number two, The Fallen by Dave Baldacci, Amos Decker, The Memory Man. Memory Man. And number one, The Seventeenth Suspect by James Patterson and Maxine Pietro. Mm. Hey, it's the Women's Murder Club, so it doesn't need your fandom. No, it doesn't. It's got it. And it certainly doesn't have my fandom. Snap. So calling it like he sees it. But I'm 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 open to I, I allow people their guilty pleasures. I don't judge someone a guilty pleasure. Okay. I've got plenty of my own. No, I think for me probably like the murder she wrote series yeah the uh nypd red to, mm-hmm. to use a james patterson parallel yeah yeah didn't we did a whole episode on guilty pleasures no we never did yes we did no we didn't yes we did no we didn't yes we did i always wanted to and you wouldn't do it what yes i would nope well we should still okay. let's do it all, all right, right. Nick's just gonna talk about murder she wrote yeah 
Are you sure we didn't do the that? The thing is, Eric, with Murder, She Wrote, yeah. the books have gone on longer than the TV series at this point. Yeah, kind of so, like Voyager. Yeah. So I wish Angela Lansbury would read the audiobooks. Yeah, but she's also like 102. She's 92. Okay. Thank you very much. Sorry, I added 10 years onto her life. <laughs> yeah, it's really going to affect her medically. I don't think you need to apologize. I think she'd love it. To be 102? To have another 10 years. Oh, sure. That's a, that's the whole run of murder she wrote <laughs> before her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. With apologies to Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Nick and Eric. Well, we're going to talk about the nebulas. Yay! Are you ready? Yeah. Take us home. You're the expert in this field. I need to. I need to learn. I'm okay. here to learn. I'm actually not an expert in the nebulas, though. I am trying to read <sighs> through both the Hugos and the nebulas. Okay. Uh, I've read. That there's some crossover between the two. But okay. Whereas the Hugos. Yes. Go on. Sorry, my. <laughs> I just got a weird text from a friend. Okay. Uh, but I don't think it was for me. Okay. I'll tell you about it later. All right. <laughs> um. Hey, Matt. Uh, we, we've all been there. Yeah. We get awkward texts weren't meant for. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I just want to text here. Let's text them together. Okay. I'm going to. He. Okay. So a friend of mine. Yeah. Just texted me. Don't leave anything out. Oh, wait. No, it's in the group. Uh, oh, my gosh. That's weird. I'm I can't wait for you to both. cut this out. There we go. That would be great. Sorry. Okay. So Nebula Awards, where the Hugo Awards are voted on by readers. Okay. Um, so. You 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 still have to get a membership of the WorldCon or whatever, but then anybody can vote for the Hugo Awards. The Nebula Awards are uh, works that are recognized by the science uh, by the Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America, which is oh. a nonprofit association oh. okay. of science fiction writers and fantasy writers, which apparently has about nineteen hundred professionals uh, in there. So they're wow. published professionals. Um, and they're the ones voting on okay. all the books. So Hugos are just average Joe Schmoes like you and me, whereas Nebulas are people like in the yes. field yes. working, so voting guess, on their peers. I guess that makes it the Oscars. Yeah, I guess. And the Hugos are the Teen People's the Choice MTV Awards. Teen Choice Awards, <laughs> okay. I would say. <laughs> all right. So yeah, because the Oscars are the you have to be yeah right, yep. or you get kicked out for right. being someone else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so these these are the accolades from your what do you say? Contemporaries, yeah. not contemporaries. Colleagues. Colleagues, Pierce, thank yeah. you. So it says here that uh let's see, it was the the found it was founded in nineteen sixty five mm-hmm. with a charter membership of seventy eight, now has over fifteen hundred members. I have nineteen hundred here. Well I'm looking at the Nebula Awards website. So. Well I was looking at the wiki. Well wiki wiki well. Whoa. So, anyways, yeah, the Nebula Awards. So you don't follow the Nebulas as closely as you do the Hugos. I still do. I still pay attention because, like I said, they do cross over with the Hugos um, a lot. But also, it's another list I'm trying to go through. You but, are okay. Um, basically, I've been focusing on the Hugos to get through that, and then I would go back. It's good to, to have Nebula. attainable goals. Yeah, so it's good for you. So um, after I finish the Hugo Awards, eventually I'll go and then finish the Nebula Awards, but. The Nebula Awards will be quicker. Actually, yeah. look at that. Jeff Van Vandermeer won in 2015 for Annihilation. Yeah. Boom. You read, read it. it. There we go. All right. Uh, well, let's... And it's Celery Justice. Boom. Read it. Hey, let's just... You let's, you talk. I'm going to see how many of these I've read. That sounds like a great idea. Uh, well, Line let's... Up Girl. Read it. Keep going. <laughs> 
All right, let's start at the bottom of the list. American we'll Gods, Reddit. Best novel <laughs> okay. for last. Oh, so why don't you sizzle. go to the bottom here? Oh, this one's tailor made for you because it's the Young Adult Award. So why don't you read the Andre this Norton is Taylor Award? made for me. Tell us the nominations and the winner. Okay. The Andre Norton Award for Outstanding Young Adult Science Fiction or Fantasy Book, which um, is interesting because this, so this is Young Adult, but the one that won Best Novel in 2016 was a Young Adult book. Oh, it was okay. Uprooted by Naomi Novik, okay. which we have in our collection as well. So um, this year, the nominations were Exo by Fonda Lee, Weave a Circle Round by Carrie Marine, The Art of Starving by Sam J. Miller, and Want by Cindy Pon. And the winner is The Art of Starving by Sam J. Miller. Yay. Do you know this book? No. I haven't. I've never heard of it. Uh, I guess I'm going to go look it up, huh? I guess you will. So, um, so yeah, it, it's interesting that they have this category, but then they also gave yeah, a we'll, we'll list. Yeah, things go out of it. Right. The next one kind of surprised me here, and this is the Ray Bradbury Award for Outstanding Dramatic Presentation. Mm. There are a lot of... It looks depressing. There are a lot of uh, a lot of big, big names in here. So uh, yeah. nominees include Wonder Woman, screenplay by Alan Heidberg, uh-huh. Star Wars The Last Jedi, written by Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. The Shape of Water mm-hmm. uh, by Guillermo del Toro and Vanessa Taylor, Logan by Scott Frank, James Mangold, and Michael Green. The Good Place, which uh, the episode, Michael's right. Gambit from the TV show, A Good Place, uh, written by Michael Schur, and Get Out, written by Jordan Peele. And the winner! Who would you, thought, who would you have put your money on there? Uh, on this list? Yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, I guess I probably would or have, Or Shape too. of Water. Yeah. But the winner was Get Out. Get Out one By Jordan Peele. Yes. So now he, he also won the Academy Award for that, for writing, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is So that's two. Is that a spoiler to tell somebody that it's a sci-fi fantasy? Hmm. I suppose in a way. Yeah. But I guess you already know going in, it's horror. Yeah. And horror has... Yeah. Has... I mean, horror has a field of fantasy or right. sci-fi. So right. maybe just saying horror means you're not spoiling the yeah, sci-fi Nebula be. twist. But could anyways, be. yes. Uh, congratulations, Get Out, for winning Nebula. Uh, what won the... Oh, the Hugos aren't out yet. Right. So, right. Best short story. And I should say, on the short story here, you can find most of these online. Like yeah. you, you can just can click on them and read them. That's we're true. we're pulling a list off of theverge.com, which we'll put on our, our Twitter page, which is uh, at All The Book Show on Twitter. So you can click on the links here and actually read the stories yourself. But go ahead. Best short yeah. story. Uh, Fandom for Robots by Vina G- uh, Jimin. You know what? I said I'm going to stop reading author names. Mm-hmm. Prasad. Welcome to your Authentic Indian Experience Trademark by Rebecca... Uh, Roanhorse, Utopia, lol, question mark, Jamie Walls, clearly lettered in a mostly steady hand by Fran Wilde, The Last Novelist, or A Dead Lizard in the Yard hmm. by Matthew Chrissy, Crystal, uh, that's an L, mm-hmm. and Carnival Nine by Carolyn M. Yochum. Familiar with any of these authors? No. Uh, Matthew Crystal stands out to me. Oh. Is that a name you don't know? You, that doesn't do anything for No, but he's from Tor, and Tor's a pretty big pop- okay. publisher. Uh, Welcome to Your Authentic Indian Experience TM by Rebecca Ronhos. One best short story. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not too... I read the year I did vote for the Hugo Awards. Uh, 2015, I think, was it? I did read a bunch of... Or 2016, whichever one the... Wheel of Time series is up for. I did read all the short stories and nov- novelettes and okay. whatnot. So that was fun because the Hugos give you like the whole digital package and then you can just download it. Yeah, them, that's a pretty good deal. Them. So, um, yeah, I missed the novelette. Uh, I missed the 
nominations for these. Okay. So, anyways, best novelette, Nick? Uh, yes, I will tell you. Here are the nominees. River of Teeth by Sarah Gailey. Passing Strange by Ellen Clogus. And then there were... How would you... Stylized as N1. Uh, play on and then there were none by sarah pinsker barry's deal by lawrence m Schoen, all systems red by martha wells the black tides of heaven by jai yang and the winner was all systems red by martha wells martha wells of course a huge name in sci-fi yeah uh, she has a lot of different series the books of rescura the Murderbot diaries uh, she's written some Star Wars. She wrote that Leia book that came out a few years ago, Razor's mm-hmm. Edge. You just um, Nick just read the winners of the best novella. Isn't that what I was supposed to do? Novelette. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's two. okay. So that w- that's the winner for the best novella. <laughs> yes. All right. So you can read best. Novelette. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm looking over there. It's like what list? Uh, so novelette. Uh, that's smaller than a novella. A little bit but smaller. Bigger than a short story. Yeah. Awards like the Hugo and Nebula awards basically had me have to learn. Yeah, what a novelette and yeah. a novella are. Yeah. It seems seems funny. Seems like a funny distinction. Um, Dirty Old Town by Richard Bowes. Weaponized Math by Jonathan P. Brazer, Brazy. Wind Will Rove by Sarah Pinsker. A series of steaks. Mm. Vina, <laughs> do you want to go get steaks? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, you can't eat steak. Yeah, you true. don't eat steak. You gave up meat. I did. I guess we haven't yeah. really covered that on the podcast. You think that's We'll talk about that covering? after this okay. list. Sure. Okay. Uh, a Human Stain by Kelly Robson and Small Changes Over a Long Period of Time by K.M. Sapara. Uh, a Human Stain Wins by Kelly Robson from Tor. Mm-hmm. So that was Novelette. And we've already did Novella, so now yeah, we're on yeah, yeah. Novel. Oh, here it is. The one you've all been waiting for. Yeah. All right, so the best novel is, of course, a full-length novel, Eric. Yes. If you were confused about that definition. Yeah. Uh, that's Which a full... bigger than a novella. Bigger than a novella. But shorter than a tome? Sure. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. All right, best novel. Here are your nominees. Mm. Amber Lowe by Lara Elena Donnelly. The Strange Case of the Alchemist's Daughter by Theodora Goss. Spoonbenders by Daryl Gregory. The Stone Sky by N.K. Jemison. Oh. <laughs> I knew you'd have a response to that. Thank you. Six Wakes by Muir Lafferty. Jade City by Fonda Lee. And Autonomous by Annalee Newitz. And the winner, much to Eric's chagrin, mm-hmm. is The Stone Sky, the Stone Sky. by N.K. Jemison. So even if this book doesn't win the Hugo Award, yeah. the first two books won the Hugo Award. So right. I read the first one. Yeah. Did not like it. No, you didn't. Have to read the second one. Yeah, you do. Now, even if it doesn't win the third, its third row on the Hugos, I'm going to have to read the third You're book anyways, because the best novel for the Sooner or later. Nebula. So Which, this, and then it didn't win the first two books. Yeah. The third book is, is the first time N.K. Jemisin won a Nebula. Now, let me ask you this. Is this, yeah. a, is this the third part of like a closed trilogy? I think this is it, yeah. Okay, I so we're done. done. So this is the end of the Broken Earth trilogy. Yeah. So it started with a fifth season, mm-hmm. uh, Hugo Award winner. Oh, yeah. Obelisk Gate. Hugo Award winner, mm-hmm. Stone Sky, now the winner of a Nebula, and in the running for a Hugo. So yeah. she could, yeah, she could have a three peat on the, her hands. The big deal, I think, it's the trilogy of awards is that you get excited to win is the Hugo Nebula and the Philip K. Kentucky Dick Award. Derby, Philip K. Dick. Oh, okay. Um, which Neuromancer won. It's kind of like a big thing mm. that it won that. So if it, I don't know. I haven't. We haven't talked about the Philip K. Dick Award in a while. That's true. But we, we did it once. All. We no, did? I thought we hmm, it's possible. did the awards once. It's 
possible. Anyway. Well, the winners will be announced for, for the Philip K. Dick Award on the 30th, so we can... Oh, my gosh. We yep. can just check in on that. Yep. We, we can let you know. See if uh, Stone Sky wins that, too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, any of these pique your interest? Any other things that you wouldn't have read that you might before? See, with the Hugo Award, a lot of times when I see the nominees, I'm like, oh, I still want to read those. Yeah. But with the Nebula, it's less so. And I think that's just because the writers are looking for different things. So Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all. All right. We'll close up shop on the yeah. Nebula Awards then. Yeah. Uh, let's move into some library news. We've got right. some big news to talk about. Nick has given up eating meat. Yep. So there you go. True. Uh, oh, we're, that's it. We're hiring. Okay. Oh, that's right. We're hiring. We've got a 20-hour position open here, yeah. working at the adult desk and yeah. the children's desk. We're uh, letting Nick go. Shelving so books. To... Is that is that how this position opened? Yeah. Is that, is that true? Yes. Is that real? You had to sign off oh, on it. Oh, no. I said, Nick, are you oh, sure? Oh, no. This is we have to get rid of you and you're like no skin off my back but i was I like just, but it is i just bought a paddle boat this is not a you good bought time a paddle boat you didn't I even rent it. it i leased it. oh no yeah i'm locked in for a 10-year lease a 10-year lease on a paddle, on a paddle boat. boat yeah oh boy this is huh i'm never going to the dentist again i know that why don't you just get rid of the paddle boat can't afford it it's a lease i'm locked in for 10 years stop paying Huh, I never thought of that. They'll take the pedal boat back. Uh, no, but we are actually hiring. <laughs> that part is true. 20-hour position, working at the circulation desk, doing some shelving. It's a fun job. Uh, so all you have to do to apply, we have an application on our website, which is David A. Howe Public Library. You can send that in a letter of interest to uh, email at wellsville.stls.org. You can mail it to us, or you can stop in sometime. There's details on the Facebook page, too, which is David A. Howe Public Library. Right. And while we're talking about places you can get in contact with us, if you want to get in contact with us about the podcast, all that mm. stuff is still true. Yeah. And you can rate and review us on iTunes. That's right. helpful. And share us. Yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your enemies. And maybe Ooh. this would be something you come together on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. But maybe. It, it won't determine whose line the land stops at. Right. Uh, you'll still have to fight over who gets right. that apple tree. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you'll have you'll yeah. have a common interest. Yeah, crack open uh, some apple ciders and yeah. just sit yeah. back and chat. Yeah. I don't care whose apple cider it is. Yeah. I don't care who owns it. You can just talk tray. about the latest episode of the All the Book Show. Yeah. So. You know, I never got into the nebulas, but I sure hate you because of that apple tree. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's reverse. You should say, I never, I hate you because of the apple tree, but, but do you want to get into the nebula? Do you want to get into the nebulas? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't change anything, yeah. but let's get into the nebulas yeah. together. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, I got some. Books. Oh, I guess we have a big author visit coming up, don't we? That's true. June second. How many weeks is that? Alex two. Mister Alex Berenson will be in town here Saturday, June second. So that's like a week and a half. Yeah, it's coming up quick. Uh, he's gonna be. You know, he's a fascinating guy. He's a New York Times a journalist for a long time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Of course, a well-known novelist. He has mm-hmm. some nonfiction books. Yeah. Uh, interesting guy. So even if you're not a fan of his books, you can come and enjoy the talk, and maybe right. then you will become a fan of his books. Yeah. Uh, we'll have yeah. Ann Burlingham from Burlingham Books on site selling books, cash only this time. Okay. So if you want to purchase a book, you can do it that day, or you can bring your own and have him sign it. Right. Totally up to you. But again, that is Saturday, June 2nd at 2 o'clock. Please come. Mm-hmm. When was that day? Saturday, June 2nd, Eric. S- Saturday. June 2nd. Saturday? June 2nd. I'm just trying to get you to re- say Saturday. A Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Like Elton John. Oh, okay. Saturday. No, it's too Saturday. late now. It, it's never too late. It was a struggle. Saturday. Okay. Uh, book clubs book clubs currently reading nine lives by wendy corsi Stobb mm-hmm. and uh news of the world by paula yeah. giles yeah so you can join us for those okay what about you 
What about me? Uh, what about I Bob? I should have... Well, Richard Dreyfuss was at Comic-Con. Yeah, he was. But he I, just... didn't, I didn't see him. Oh. I mean, I saw him from afar. Okay. He looks old. He is old. I know. Nothing wrong with looking old if you are old. Okay. Um, I meant... We should have said this in book news. The Expanse is coming back. The TV show? Yeah. Oh, it's it going to be on Amazon. Okay. That's all. I'll say it in book news next week. Please do. <laughs> uh, what about me? Anime clubs every week. But we're also showing Wrinkle in Time. Oh, wait. We've moved it up a little bit. So that's going to be June, May, June 8th. June 8th. So never mind Wrinkle in Time. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to reread The Outsiders again. Because huh. I'm doing a book club with one of the schools with the seventh graders. They're reading The Outsiders, but I just read it like a few, like two years ago. Yeah, I remember for a book club, and I really liked it. But I'm trying to decide if I need to pick it up again and read. It's I could finish it in a day. I might still do it. Maybe I'll read it when you read it because I never have. You've never read The Outsiders? No, I talk about it. This is my illegal their own all over again. You have lots of stuff you've never read though. I haven't read. I don't think you should just call something your league of your own because you haven't read it or watched it. Like Mad Max Fear Road is a league of your own. Why don't you leave that up to me? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Also, we're hiring. I already said that. Well, I already well, got it covered. But it's, I want to cover it under my news, Oh, too. your news as yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. they're going to use work to children's desk, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So we're hiring yep. over at the library. Yep, we had to let Eric go. What? So, yep, that's why me? we had to, yep, that's why we but, had to hire this position. Hmm. So. Okay. Bad news, good news. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bad news for you, obviously. Bad news for me, Good yeah. news for whoever we hire in. Yeah, I just went and have these on a paddle boat. Did you? Yeah. Did you lease it? Yeah, that's the smart money. Yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, well, it's ten years. Yeah, the, the, the payments are going to be so small. It's gonna me be, too. Me too. Yeah. Actually, I couldn't afford it, so I found this guy. I don't even know who he is. Found him on Craigslist. Who's going to split it with me? Yeah, <laughs> sucker. Yeah, uh, oh, that's funny. I got my paddle boat off Craigslist. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. We'll see you next time.